Greetings, greetings, greetings. Again, this is William Jackson welcoming you to my quest to teach digital evangelism. And I just want to give all praise and honor to God. Uh, I am located here in Jacksonville, Florida with my family and the weather is just so beautiful. I just give him praise and honor and, and thank him for an opportunity to see another beautiful day to be able to teach online and teaching in person and mentor kids, youth, teens, and young adults around the world. It is my mission and my vision to be the best possible educator, um, to share my faith, to be supportive of the events and activities he has guided uh, me to participate in, to coordinate, to be involved in, and um, I've just met some phenomenal, wonderful people that have uh, embraced myself and my wife and having the chance to talk and having the chance to share our faith. It's just one of the things I know that is pleasing to God. Uh, today uh, is, a, is a beautiful day here in Jacksonville. It is Wednesday, January 18th. You'll probably hear this um, maybe Monday or Tuesday, but I wanted to ahead of the timeline so it time isn't crunched, continue this conversation on evangelism. And we talked about what is evangelism, the mission of evangelism, but I wanted to talk about four things that were related to it. Uh, the first one is the mission, as I spoke before, uh, witnessing evangelism and gospel. And the mission of God is, is God's goal is to rescue and renew his creation. We are his creation. He knows we struggle. He knows we fall short. He knows we sin. Um, but we are his creation. And he sent his son Christ down here to be among us, to intercede for us, and for him to understand what we as people go through. And it's important for us to remember that we're his creation and we have to be reminded that we are fallible, we are um, at fault, we are wrong, we are impulsive, we are so many things that he still loves us regardless. And it is only through grace that we are able to live a life where we have these freedoms but with freedom comes responsibility um, if we look at what you know happened in genesis and i spoke about this before god said that it was good when he created the heaven and earth he said it was good when he created um, the universe he said it was good when he created everything and it was in his glory not ours and we got to remember that we didn't create anything we didn't make anything we didn't build anything, so we can't be pumping ourselves up in the chest, and and we can't be, you know, thinking that we. Um, there's an old term called um, when we think we all that in a bag of chips, and because we're not, um, God created us. We did not create God, so we have to make sure that we keep that in mind. We also have to make sure that as Christians, we must remember our job is to work to save souls and keep souls saved. We are disciples of Christ, or we should walk as disciples of Christ. 
And when we witness to people, we are sharing our experiences. We are sharing our journey. We are sharing our failures, our faults, our successes. Um, that way we can make a connection with people. If you walk up to somebody, you start just quoting scripture and quoting Bible, they're going to look at you like you crazy and be like, what are you talking about? Even people that, that know the Bible um, do not necessarily want scripture in their face all the time. They want somebody to share their story. They want somebody to share some wisdom. They want somebody to drop some nuggets of information to inspire them, encourage them, and have a conversation with them. When Jesus spoke, we got to look at when Jesus spoke. Jesus spoke. He didn't stand up there and spoke, speak scripture. He didn't stand up there and tell everybody, oh, you going to hell, you going to hell, you going to hell, you definitely going to hell. He didn't say that. You know, in many cases, he talked to the people um, and he asked them, don't repeat the sins that you did. He forgave them of their sins. Even the apostles um, mentioned forgiving people of their sins, that you have to open your, your heart to God and repent of your sins. And we have to make sure that that is the mindset that we have. That is the mindset that we are obedient about. And we have to see God, we have to see Christ in the mission that God is, in, is, is involved in, in us. He's active, he's moving, he's doing things. He's, he's, he's working within us. Our spirit is connected to his spirit. Now, a lot of people, unfortunately, don't think that that's true, but there are so many cases and so many instances and circumstances where we could feel God's spirit in us. We could uh, feel God directing us in a, in a particular path. We can feel God telling us to go to the right and not the left. Now, we have free will to choose whether to do that or not. If we don't do it, we suffer the consequences and can't blame it on anybody else but ourselves. So we are tasked with a mission. And uh, in my opinion, churches should not be so limited to just trying to grow internally. A lot of churches, they want to, oh, we got 1,200 members. We got 1,500 members. We got several thousand members. Well, that sometimes don't mean a hill of beans if those people are, going, are not going out into the community and doing works. This is where evangelism, this is where discipleship, this is where the mission comes from. When you go outside the doors of the church and you do work on a consistent basis, not just, oh, we're going to go clean up the community on Saturday and that's it. Or, oh, you know, not uh, on Sunday, we're going to open the doors to the church to let the community in. The church door should always be open. And the church should always welcome those in the community, no matter what they look like, smell like, no matter uh, what their background is, because the church represents Christ. Actually, we are the church. So we can't be turning our nose up at people, turning our nose down at people, turning our back on people. Because, you know, some of us, if you think about it, back in the day, we weren't always Christians. We didn't done, done some stuff. We didn't did some stuff. We didn't. We didn't. You know, if we were to tell our grandparents, uh, we would be so ashamed. If we were to tell some of our children, 
and even our grandchildren, some of the stuff we did in the past, we would we would really feel shamed. So churches need to grow externally, not just internally. Um, when we talk about teaching and preaching and mentorship and discipleship, that is how people grow. We grow from our mission. We grow from our witnessing. We grow from the evangelism that we share with those that we come across. And churches should be able to show um, what is coming or, or what God has a mission for us to do. And everybody should be included. Uh, personally, again, you know, these are my personal opinions, but some of them or many of them I have heard in, in teachings from some of the ministers that I study under. And I'm always fascinated by the fact that um, they encourage studying the Bible. They encourage learning from the Bible. They encourage um, the representation of the Bible. But we also have to be held accountable and responsible for our own education. Now, that goes to say that not everybody reads the same. And maybe, not, and, and I'm not putting anyone down for their reading level, reading ability, but look at YouTube videos. There's some wonderful YouTube videos out there about the Bible. Um, we have our smartphones that can play podcasts. There's some beautiful podcasts out there um, that are doing some phenomenal teaching. So we all have access to this information. Technology has opened up phenomenal doors for us to learn and to grow. So it's not acceptable anymore to say, well, I don't know, I can't find out, I don't know what people are talking about, I feel disconnected. Well, if you got a cell phone, you are able to connect to the internet. You have access to, to so much more information, more information than, than in human history that we have today. God has provided us access to information that he has blessed and provided and given us with the technology that we have and i just want to encourage you know everyone that that is listening to take advantage of the tech take advantage of the opportunities and take advantage of the the, the spirit of god that that lies in each of us to what we are more than able to do uh, some of the things that you know are happening and some of the things that are growing in each of us is the willingness to get closer to God, the, the willingness to hear God's voice. Well, how are we able to do that if we don't take the time to get in someplace quiet and listen to, his, listen to him talk to us? How are we able to engage with others if we don't have the opportunity ourselves to sit down in a quiet spot, in a quiet situation, um, to just meditate on God's word. That's just like when we were children and our parents would give us instruction and our parents would tell us to do stuff and we either did it wrong or we did it we didn't do it at all and you know some of us heard from our parents didn't you hear me tell you this or didn't you hear me tell you that or didn't you hear what I told you to do? Now if we were smart we think about some of the answers that we gave. But, um, you know, in some cases, I was not smart. Um, I would just openly 
um, say, well, no, I didn't hear you. And then the next thing after that was, well, why didn't you say something? And if I turned around and said, I was scared, it's like, okay, well, what are you scared about when I'm giving you directions? If you don't understand, say something. The same for, for God. If God tells you to do something and you don't understand, ask him again. You know, there's several instances in the Bible where the um, disciples uh, were talking to God. And at first, um, God would call their names. He would call them by name. And they would respond, here I am, Lord. And the Lord would address them directly. If you notice in the Bible, the Lord addresses that person directly. And the appropriate response is, here I am, Lord. An inappropriate response would be, what do you want? An inappropriate response would be, I'm not doing it. Because when you say, I'm not doing it, look at Job. You find yourself in the in the belly of a whale. Or you find yourself in a situation, circumstance, where you're calling out to the Lord to save you so you are not destroyed. So, again, we have to be sure that we are um, wise, um, that we are open to what God tells us to do, and that we are, the big O word, obedient. Um, my grandmother used to say, a hard head makes a soft behind. And I can tell you, honestly, I've had plenty of whoopings when I was when I was young. So we're not talking about with a belt. We're talking about with a switch that I had to go get from a tree to bring it to my mama or my grandma. Well, no, I take that back. My mama used the belt. My grandma used the switch to get their point across. So God has a way of using his belt and his switch to get our attention. And it's key and it's important. Now, some people may be wondering, well, what does this have to do with evangelism? What does this have to do with discipleship? Because when God tells us to go minister to someone, we ought to go do it with a glad heart. When God tells us to go talk to someone to encourage them, we ought to do it with a glad heart. When God goes tells us to go travel to a city or to go travel to a country and he provides the resources, we ought to do it with a glad heart not with a heart that's heavy and defiant. Because we should learn from Job and others in the Bible what happens when you do that. I just wanted to share encouraging words and wisdom as I'm getting older. Um, in June of 2022, I was blessed to be able to celebrate 60 years old. I never would have thought that I would see 60 years old. Not that I was doing anything inappropriate or anything like that, but it's just the fact that that number, 60 years old. So I am I, I know I'm blessed. I know God is watching over me. I know God protects me. Um, I've been sick a couple of times. I've been ill. Um, God has taken me through prostate cancer. Um, he's taken me through diabetes. He's taken me through high blood pressure. And I realized that many of those are the result of me not following directions to take care of myself 
and not follow the path that God had for me. So I want to point out that everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a mission. Everyone has something that God wants them to do. And all of us are held accountable and responsible, not just for reading the gospel, but listening to the gospel and obeying it. Now, if you hear in the background, I hear a bird chirping. And to me, that's telling me that God says I'm on the right path. That's telling me that, Derek, you are speaking truth to light and that I need to continue to do that. And it's a powerful force when God speaks to you, not necessarily in this big booming voice, but through nature, where there's birds chirping, uh, whether you hear the wind blowing, whether you see something in the flowers or the stars, this shows that we are connected to our Lord. This shows that we are connected to him and that he sees us, he hears us, and he checks our heart. So we've talked about the mission, we've talked about witnessing, we've talked about evangelism, and we've talked about the gospel. Learn as much about the gospel as possible. Um, don't always lean on your understanding. Lean on God's understanding. You may not understand it at that particular time. You may not know how to apply it at that particular time. But lean unto God's understanding, not your own. Because as you read, as you grow, you're going to notice little things that change about you, which will be beautiful. Because change represents the growth of God, the growth, growth of Christ in you. So I just wanted to share some uh, thoughts that I had and blessings to everyone and going to continue to share on this platform. There's so many wonderful things going on with teaching uh, virtually and globally, things with the metaverse, uh, things in the changes of uh, the internet and access to technology and things that allow us to be content creators. So those are different things I'll talk about later, but the most important thing is the mission, witnessing, evangelism, and the gospel. And to uh, allow the Lord to use you. Too many times, particularly men, we don't allow God to use us. Because, you know, when we say let God use you, brings a certain level of obedience obedience is good because sometimes obedience can keep you alive how many people are buried in graves a day that were not obedient to their parents or their grandparents how many people are in the grave now that were not obedient to wise counsel that was given to them so we have to be sure that we are obedient to the spirit we are obedient to wise counsel we are obedient to um, the right path to walk, and the right people to engage with. So blessings to everyone. Take care. Uh, do the works God has for you to do and continue to pray each and every day. God bless.